Welcome to 49ers After Dark. We're your hosts, Jesse Naylor. I'm Grant Cohn. Nick Bosa at the 11th hour signed his contract extension with the 49ers. Uh, we'll talk big picture what it means, but let's get to like nuts and bolts football right away. Okay, so he's playing on Sunday. How do you think the Niners will use Bosa, should use Bosa? Let's be realistic here. I mean, if I'm the 49ers, I'm, I'm easing him in. I don't. I would definitely put a snap count on him and I would start out with third downs only and see where he's at maybe third quarter. And if you have a snap count of, let's say 35 snaps, then you can ramp him up through the rest of the game. So if you're on pace to maybe only hit 17 on third downs now, like middle of third quarter, I can start playing him on second down as well. First down and start mixing them in to get him up towards whatever that snap count is. I, I wouldn't run him. you know, what are we going to have? 60 offensive plays or defensive plays. I mean, if I can get them around half, I'm good with that. That's what I would do with them. So week one last year against the Bears, he played 45 snaps. Week one. Okay. 78%. He should not play 45 snaps in this game. No. 30. 30, 30 35 tops. Yeah. He played 36 week two last year against Seattle in like a big blowout win. If the Niners are up big, he doesn't need to play. He should play in the first half, but I don't know that they're ever going to be up big against the Steelers. We'll see. But yeah, I think um, 30 tops, maybe more like 25, maybe more like 20. That's why I would start with third downs for the first half of the game and see how the game's going. If if you're going to win the game handily, which I don't necessarily see that, but let's say they're they're on the way to a blowout, then you can... Continue on third downs and kind of taper them down as the game goes. But assuming it's going to be a close game, which I would expect, I would rather have him ramping up in the second half. So only third downs in the first half. Then in the second half, I can start mixing in second and first down to get towards that 30 snaps in the game. That's where I would feel comfortable because if the game's on the line, final drive, I want him in there every snap if I can make it happen. Well, that'll be interesting too. I feel I feel like from the Steelers' perspective, if the Niners are like pacing Bosa, giving him a third down here, a third down there, so they can play him the entire fourth quarter if they need to, what you could do is wait till he's on the field for third down. If you convert, go hurry up. Or not hurry up, but just no huddle. Good no point. huddle, get to the line, keep him out there. You can slow down or go fast. Like wear him out, test his endurance. I know he's in the greatest shape ever, right? But he's not in football shape. He hasn't done things like this. And they always say, like, the most difficult drive for a lineman is the first one. So, like, make him play. Keep him out there. I wonder if the Steelers do something like that. I don't know if they're that sophisticated offensively to actually think like that. But they – I would because I'm so smart. I'm a, an offensive genius. Did you know that? Did you know that? It's true. I was it's really what I rank offensive geniuses. I would say Andy Reid – Grant Cohn, Kyle Shanahan is probably the order that I would put it in. But. I would have to say so. Well, I would. I, I have a lot of respect for Mike McDaniel, but Kyle, he has a lot, a long way to go, a long way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. No, I'm serious though. I feel like that they, the Steelers owe it to themselves to test. I agree. Bosa's endurance, see, test his run defense, test his knowledge of the scheme. Like, of course, he can rush the quarterback, but is he? Does he know his assignments? Like, is he going to be disciplined? It's going to be really interesting to see how they attack him if they have a plan uh i'm sure they're expecting him to play or they were yeah oh yeah oh yeah and if you go hurry yeah. up then you can start mixing in the run game and really force the 49ers to use their timeouts or try to you know run them in and out between plays That's quickly a great point 
Keep yeah. them on the field with no huddle. And then and run, then at, run him. at him. Yeah. Hey, man, let's play football. You, you ready for this? Do you want to do this for four? Are you ready to do this for four quarters? Yeah. And will the Niners let you? Or will they get you? Or will they start calling timeouts? Be like, you know what? Let's get him off the field. It's going to be interesting. Or or would it backfire on the Steelers? You just have more Bosa on the field. And yeah. he sacks the quarterback <laughs> and he's hurt. Or he takes the ball. I mean, you could go either way. That's the risk that you run. Bosa. Your strategy is more Bosa. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> I love those little... Because you know they've talked about it. And they have a plan. For sure. For sure. As they should. Like, you know what? 13 snaps of Bosa? Thank you. Sounds good. We'll just... We won't question our good fortunes here. I'm curious to see what Steve Wilkes... Like, how is Steve Wilkes going to use him, too? Like, have you even met him? Right. Today was the first day, I'm sure. That's the crazy part. Like, Steve Wilkes could have walked over and be like, Hi, Nick, let's talk about week one. And Nick could have been like, Hi, who are you? <laughs> Do you... The person that, like, had the most relief as soon as they heard he signed was Steve Wilkes. Because you know he's going into week one going, Are you kidding me? I don't have Bosa. I'm trying to run this defense and I don't have the best player. What the hell am I going to do? This is crazy. So he's much better today. Do you think he had two game plans? Like the Bosa game plan? A blitz heavy game plan without Bosa potentially? Yeah. Code blue, no Bosa game plan. Like, (laughs) or was he just like, you know what? This is the front office's problem. I'm just going to freaking make my game plan assuming Bosa's here. And if he's not, I'm blaming them and saying I wasn't, you told me, you told me this was going to be fine. I wonder if he's just like, I'm not, even reacting to any of this, I'm assuming. Hey, the Bosa game plan, and then in case of emergency, break glass game plan. Yeah, I, I would imagine that a, a game plan without Bosa would require more blitzing. So I, I think there's minor tweaks, but that's a tweak that he's willing to make, I'm sure. Anyway, good for the 49ers. I wonder like how much the players were worried that this wasn't going like, to... Were they like looking around like, are we not? Is he not? Are we going to have to actually? And they're like, okay, no. You thought, you I, you were nervous. You were scared. No, no, no. I saw you in your face. You were scared. You were scared. You were <laughs> well, they admit that they were probably pretty nervous that this wasn't going to get done. God, well, I mean, it you think weird. about it. Today Today was a great day because it wasn't only Bosa, but it was Kittle returning basically to practice as well. So between those two things, that's that's a big deal. That's a big boost to this team. Yeah, it really feels like the Niners are... Um, pushing people back like jake moody's good he's good he's ready like you sure even if he was healthy is that the guy you want out there it seems like the niners are not desperate but this feels like a playoff game and it kind of is like they they want to start fast they don't want to start this oh season oh and one and they're better than the steelers but that doesn't mean they'll win this game so i feel like they're trying their best to put to put their best foot forward it means a lot yeah, to both teams. super important grant one of the things that we've talked about most of the offseason is if they want to win a super bowl they kind of have to go get that bye week going into the playoffs. Yeah. And it's interesting because Debo talked about it as well this week and said that he and Shanahan ha- had had those conversations about a bye week. So they know that they need to start fast. So going into Pittsburgh without Bosa and Kittle potentially versus now going in there with both, it seems like that's got to be a, a major boost to what they're looking to accomplish for this Sunday. Absolutely. Pissed off. Brother Bob says, Iglet and Nails, what are we going to do with 30 million in cap? Is that what it is? Oh yeah, they just they just restructured Kittle and Trent Williams to free up like around twenty four million, I think. Probably. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't. Yeah, pay Bosa with that. 
that's what we don't know with Bosa is how much of that is a signing bonus and upfront and all these other things. That does make me nervous, though. I mean, anytime you are pushing back cap on guys that are that age, I'm curious to see how this plays out over the next couple of years, cap wise. I'm upset that people know that people call me Iglet in real life because now I have friends that will only call me Iglet. I have a friend growing <laughs> up named Carl, Carl Miller, if you're watching, shout out Carl. He's the most ungoogleable person of all time, Carl Miller. Like, there's 8 million. But anyway, he heard my dad Smith. call me. Yeah, he heard my dad call me Iglet one time. We were eight on the same baseball team, and he was like, the rest <laughs> of our childhood. What's up, Iglet? How you doing, Iglet? <laughs> you're like, come you on, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> Chad Martin says, every time Grant is, it's uh, Mike Schumann calls me Sweetie because my hear my dad called me Sweetie, and he was like, yeah, perfect. Okay, Sweetie. Like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> It's between us. Chad Martin says, every time Grant is late, I think of the opening scene of Grandma's Boy when he's trying to get a hold of his dealer. Why aren't you home? <laughs> Why is that movie so good? It's definitely good one movie. of the more underrated movies. Such as says Grant, MF and Cone carrying us to the promised land. Thank you. A lot of <laughs> Jewish references in there. Brady Hill says, dark days ahead. Really? Ooh. I don't Today, know that. Maybe. I don't know. Ethan M says, read between the lines. Kyle, three fingers up. Fingers up. Read between the lines. <laughs> Franklin says QC Grant on demon mode. I really came through <laughs> with the clutch with this one. All Niners says, why did they restructure Kittle Williams? Are they making space for someone after other than Bosa? See, that's that's what we're going to have to wait for. Over the next couple of days, we're going to get the particulars in the Bosa deal, and that'll let us know. Did they free up money? Because... That's another strategy. You know, a lot of teams and the 49ers are kind of famous for this too, where it's really year two or year three that these contracts kick in. Well, maybe Bosa wants more money up front and it's a front loaded deal, which wouldn't Perhaps. be the worst thing in the world, by the way. You know, if the cap's going up and you're using that money this year to pay him, that kind of gives you room in the future. So we'll see how this thing's structured. I'm I'm curious to see. My first thought is this isn't probably a way to spend more of the York's money. I mean, they've spent a lot. Hargrave, Bosa. Feels like he. this might be a front-loaded, non-typical Niner deal that they just had to make room for and do yeah. things that they weren't counting on, like restructuring players in their 30s. Wow. All Niners says, why, got you. Jermaine Pickett, member for 24 months. Thank you very much. Matthew Sanders. Guys, we don't need to play him. Niners are the best on paper, which means we've already won. Remember, best roster in the league. We've already won the Super Bowl. I love, I love you, Matthew. That was just perfect. <laughs> Good sarcasm. Sean O'Leary, over under 25.5 snaps for Bosa. Mm, we play more or less, under. I heard. Yeah, we play so more. We're doing I'm more or less today. More. <laughs> I'm saying less than. I like that. I like that. Mark Salas, member for seven months. Thank you. Niners rule, 50 bucks. Grant, great day to be a Niners fan. And I got paid today. Niners rule got paid on a Thursday. I guess a lot of people do. I feel like making it rain only if I could come up with intelligent, articulate questions to make you earn your money instead of just giving it to you with a comical, snarky statement. Yeah, but I feel like Niners rule, you like to do that. You, you just come through with a nice sort of irreverent, irreverent, I would have to say, tone, which I appreciate. Oh, good, Thank yeah. you so much. Anyway, Niners rule, keep ruling. And if you're ever on the road, I definitely owe you a drink. Mark says Grant Bosa will play the whole game as needed like T.J. Watt did in his contract year when he came in on Friday. Okay, let's check that out real quick. T.J. Watt, 
stats. Let me get to his game log. I know this isn't great television, but I'm curious. Game log, was it 2021? Yes. He played yes. week one, and he had two sacks, and he played 69 snaps. Damn. Now, the next week he played 16. Don't know why. And the next week he didn't play at all. Don't know why. But 69. Nice. 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 <laughs> That's a lot of stats. I don't want to see that from Bosa. Bosa doesn't normally play that many anyways, so. No. No. Dave, what's up, guys? Patriot Builders watching you. Thank you, Dave and the Patriot Builders. Fish and Chips. Kyle owes you an interview. He's in the best mood for ages. Uh, get knocking on his door. Find your journalistic nature again in spirit of Papa. Um, I He's not going to do it during the season. I missed it. But no. I'm working on some other Funga, stuff. With some other- yeah, and not just him. But yeah, but I'm working on some players. So let's see what I can do. Uh, I like but Kyle, yeah, Kyle has been in a great mood. You got to. Did you see him today? He was cracking jokes. Oh, he smiling. He, yeah, he was. How could you not be happy? Are you kidding me? Yes. Easy O Sanchez says, looking forward to throwing singles all season. $2. <laughs> D Nice says, so the line didn't change till two and a half. I guess people, I guess Vegas never thought Bosa was going to miss the game. How about that? Yeah. That's a good point. Kless says, does this mean a top player going to be gone next year? If so, who you think? Keep rocking, fellas. I don't think that's necessarily the case. Uh, you know, I had a lot of comments on on my video when he signed saying, well, see you later, Ayuk, or see you later, Kittle. I don't I don't necessarily think that's the case. And again, once we see how the contract is structured, we'll be able to figure it out and know a little bit more. And I think if if I'm going to comment on this, I don't want to speculate. I want to have like hard facts. This is what it looks like next year and have a more intelligent conversation. So it's impossible yeah. to know without the structure. I don't want to say Ayuk should worry because I don't really know. But if they don't bring back Ayuk, that would be a big mistake in my opinion. Oh, yeah. We'll I see. Agree. Um, Rorschach says, Yorks can't even eat dinner. No cash left for a tip. <laughs> Sean O'Leary. Um, Grant, it's Wednesday, man. Is the season now? Get with it. It's the season now. Get with it, LOL. Thanks for the 20 bucks so I can get with it. Jay, Dude, that Kyle for- 5000 bot, by the way, on um, Twitter is so okay. good. So good. I love sourdough, Sam. 120 million guaranteed. Guaranteed, he said. Yeah. Frank Ocean, hey, Grant, can you zell this to Jesse? Thanks. LOL, JK. Keep grinding. <laughs> sell, yeah. Sell it to me. Yeah. Caleb, by you. 20 bucks. Thank you, Justin, new member. I'm going to get back to the show in a second. Papa Phil, Bosa talk equals no trade talk. Shaking my head. The organization ain't poop. Okay. Ethan, would this cap space allow them to go after O line? Maybe. Maybe. Now all we yeah. need is reliable kicker. They got Moody. All right. Is the dark cloud around this offseason gone? It was like really looking like it was about to rain. And now it was a very sunny day in Santa Clara because Nick Bosa is riding in to town on a steed. On a... this tombstone? I don't know. Sure. Is the dark cloud Sorry. gone? Is everything good? They got Bosa. They just traded for like Nick it Bosa. Kind of is. I feel like it kind of is, Grant. I, I got to be real with you, man. Like just as a fan, and then obviously doing the content creation thing, it, it's been really hard to be positive about the 49ers going into this season, with Bosa not being here. Some of the other things that they've already done, it's it's just been, it's been tough. Like trying to find topics and and be positive and try to remain kind of neutral in some of these situations. It, it really has been tough to do that. And I would say for the first time, like making that one minute video saying that Bosa was back, like 
it was great. As a fan, it was great to see. And I hope that everybody else feels that way as well. To me, if they had gone into week one without Bosa, and if they'd lost that game, I think there was some dark times ahead. I I really feel that. Because who knows how long it would have lingered for Bosa. Does it go three games? Does it go five games? Does it go eight games? That's hanging over your head. You've already lost week one. It just, it wouldn't have gone well. And Kyle would have been a mess. I mean, he would have been so pissed up there. You saw how happy he was. Imagine losing week one and having to answer questions about Bosa and all the other moves you made this offseason. He would have been so pissed. So, yeah, I would say that the cloud's gone, at least for now. It's interesting. Um, Cloud metaphor. I'm going to get away from that for a second. It feels like, well, it feels like he was the cloud hanging over this. We were talking about Trey Lance the whole time, but the real cloud hanging over the offseason was your best player isn't here. He's not here. He's not even in the meetings. He's gone. And I think the Niners attitude was from Kyle to the players was it's okay. He's going to show up. He's going to show up. It's Nick Bosa. He's going to have our guy. And I feel like that's kind of been the attitude of the whole team all offseason. Like, it's all right. Week one, we're going to show up. Like, yeah, you'll show up. And maybe Nick Bosa, all he needs to do is just show up. But usually, football teams have to, like, kind of grind and train. And I'm not saying the Niners didn't, but they got smoked by the Raiders in those joint practices in that preseason game. It just feels like if they just go into Pittsburgh and be like, good, we got Nick Bosa. Yeah, he might have a great game, but, like, what about your run defense? What about your offensive line? Like, this is a team that starts slow often is disjointed and if they're just hoping that Nick Bosa is going to fix everything and be a savior like they could they could lose with him I'm not saying they will but they freaking could look they let lost me paint with him last scenario, year in Chicago let me paint this scenario though I'm, I think losing is not great either way but what you laid out is is question marks for this team and there's definitely still question marks like Bosa doesn't fix all the things that you talked about but losing with Bosa and knowing that he's on this team and you don't have to worry about that is very different than losing without Bosa sure. and being like, shoot, yeah, is he true. out for eight weeks plus? Like this, that it can get ugly. And Pittsburgh is going right. to be ready. Grant, they're going to be very ready. They played their starters in all three preseason games. If it, if any team is ready for week one more than any other in the league, I feel like it's Pittsburgh, the way that they use the offseason to ramp up. That team will be as ready as they come. So the 49ers may not win. But it'll feel a lot better to lose with Bosa than without. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Good for Bosa. I'm glad he's back. Is the dark cloud gone? It's to the ex- it's, Yes. Today was a very positive day. But it, I feel it's like... It could, there could still be rain in the forecasts, right? It wasn't but just it's, Bosa. It's it wasn't just Bosa, though. It was the yeah. fact that it feels like the team was, I don't know, just not all in it this offseason. Like, it just didn't seem to have the singularly focused, driven mentality yeah. you would expect a Super Bowl team. And it feels like, oh, we got all our stuff together right before week one. Cool. Well, are you guys ready for week one? Are you really ready for week one? Really like, ready, or yeah. are, we're going to see. Like, you didn't really look ready in the preseason. Are you really? I know there were Brock Purdy looked good. The, the, the first team offense had a couple of nice drives, but did they face starters? Ever? No. No, I don't think so. I mean, a, a couple think, here or there, like DJ Jones and a couple players were out there, but couple. no. So we don't really. really know. We don't really know what this offensive line, this offense is going to look like against a real starting defense at Steese on their home field. 
And again, I expect Nick Bosa to play really well, but we'll see. I'm picking the Niners to win with Bosa. Most people would. That changes things. It really does. I would, they should win this game. They know it. Steelers know it. Go do it. Go do it. Yeah. Last thing on Bosa before we move on. Did the Niners pay Nick Bosa too much? $34 million a year. What was crazy to me is like they were talking that could he get over Aaron Donald 31 point something, man? Like he breezed by it. The Niners dragged this out. So like this is the best they could do? 34? I mean, wow. This so the the reason that I, I wanted to pose this question, obviously we don't know the details, but we're going off of what the annual average looks to be, which is 34 million. We'll see how it actually breaks out. But yes, I mean, this is way over what Donald is getting. And I think to me, he was probably looking for 35 and they, they met at 34 is the way that I kind of see this. Maybe that was the holdup was he was looking for 35. They were at 32. They met at 34. Somebody has to reset the market, Grant. Somebody has to reset the market. I imagine that the Burns deal, the Jones deal, come in the next 48 hours after this. This was the domino to fall. Wait till Parsons gets paid. That's all I'm going to say. Next offseason, when Parsons gets paid, it's going to be bigger than this deal. That'll be the one that resets what Bosa's done. So for now, I know that it seems like a lot of money. I'll be curious to see how they restructure or how they structure this thing, but I don't think so. I think they were in a situation where if you're in a win-now mode, you couldn't trade him now. You didn't have that option. He was either going to sit out his 8 to 12 games or whatever he can sit out and accrue a season, and you were going to trade him next offseason, and you were going to deal with that, or you were going to pay him, and that's what they chose to do. And I think in this scenario, this was the right decision. Again, let me just come back, though. It it For you to take this down to... September 6th and give him $34 million. Like you're telling me he was asking for a lot more than that. And you got him to see, come to his senses to me. I don't think I I just know. I can't imagine that Nick Bosa was asking for much more than $34 million. Like he's way beyond what Aaron Donald was making more than $2 million per year beyond what Aaron Donald was making. So I almost feel like some happened in these negotiations and maybe Nick Bosa got upset or took something personally and refused to negotiate. And the Niners just waited and waited and waited and waited and finally caved and gave him what he wanted. You're telling me they actually got a concession from Nick Bosa at 34, 34 million was a concession for Nick Bosa. He's that greedy. I can't imagine. I feel like the Niners just waited for a long time and then gave him what he wanted. 34 million. That's a lot. Which is <laughs> possible. I mean, we did it guys. We thir- only 34. This guy wanted 37, but we knocked him down. We, we grinded him out, made him sweat. And he said, with his tail between his legs, he got it's okay. I'll sign for 34. Like, all right. I don't know, great. man. It seems like you gave him yeah. every single thing he wanted and waited a long time. You, if you had offered him 34 million a year in, in July, he would have said no. I can't imagine. Right. I don't know. <laughs> right. Right. I don't know. And who knows? Again, cool. the guarantees. Now we don't know what's fully guaranteed. There's there's a difference. You have TJ Watt, who had the most non-quarterback fully guaranteed, which was I believe eighty million, and then you had his brother Joey, who had the most guaranteed money, 
at 102 million and he just went to 122.5. We don't know what the fully guaranteed is, but I got to imagine it's in the neighborhood of 90 plus. So, I mean, he's clearing all of the deals in this. Absolutely resetting the market 100%. I uh it's a lot of money. It's it's tough. I'll say this, if you would have proposed this to me in the off season, Prior to the draft, I might have said, you know what? If you can go get two first rounders for Bosa, maybe you go do that. But in this situation that they're in now, I really don't think they had a choice. They waited way too long. What else are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Slam your window shut? That was the other option. Slam the window shut and not win a Super Bowl this year. That that was the other option. That That's not I an just, option. I just think it's... Yeah, look, they, they got Bosa. It's It's great. I just think it's looked at as such a triumph for the 49ers. Like, they got it. Like, yo, you waited way too long just to give him everything he ever wanted. Something about your process had to have been off. You're telling me you couldn't have had him in there for training camp with $34 million a year? Like, that was insulting to Bosa? Or Bosa, $34 million was insulting to you and you had to accept that at the very last day? Like, what is with you people? This is so <laughs> unrelatable. Can you guys come back down to earth for a second, please? I don't understand. I just don't yeah. get it. You know, the this thing was the is, resolution? I, I don't Crazy. get the vibe from the 49ers that they're proud of this. I get the vibe that they're relieved by this, which tells you maybe that means Bosa was asking ago? for a lot. <laughs> wasn't it just a couple of days ago when the people were like, well, they're going to make him the highest paid edge rusher of all time, but maybe not as much as Aaron Donald. Yeah. Uh Way more than Aaron Donald. It yeah. sounds like the Niners were like, what if we do this? What if we do this? Well, how about this? And Bustle was like, no. No. Oh, ooh. no. And the, eventually the <laughs> Niners were like, all right, here, here's, here you go. We, we look stupid. We know that this isn't going to go well for us. That's my interpretation. I'd love someone plugged in national media to, to say how the Niners won. Anything. What yeah. did they accomplish by waiting so long? What was good about this? Because if Bosa can't play the full game and they lose, if he's not in full shape and gets hurt, you're going to come back to this and be like, this was so unnecessary. This was so unnecessary. You could have handled this. This is all ton of money. There's no way he said, tell me, so, tell me, someone tell me he said no to $34 million until today. Let me find yeah. out. Let me I find think out. He, I think no he might have, Grant. Be, let me, let, let me let paint me this picture out. for you. The reports the last couple of days were saying that they were around $3 million annually apart. That tells me that the 49ers said, okay, you want to be the highest paid non-quarterback? $32 million makes that happen. And he goes, 35 And they're like, no, 32 makes you the highest. And he's like, that's great, 35 Like, that's the feeling I get. If, if oh, the reports let, are true that they're okay. about $3 million apart, that's, that's what I feel like was probably going on. Okay, so Bosa wanted 35 and the Niners waited a month and a half to get him down to 34. <laughs> I take it all back. You did it. That is Parag and John and Jed, negotiators of the fucking year. Let's give it to him. Let's give him a round of applause. Who do you want to thank first? Parag, let's get you up here. Who do you want to thank first? Getting <laughs> Nick Bosa for one million less per year. I mean, it's that's that is something else. I'm sorry. Golf clap it up. I feel like, okay, so you saved a million dollars a year, but at what cost? Hopefully none. We'll find out. Yeah. Hopefully I mean, none. we are going we we'll to find, find out very quickly. Right? 
I don't know. All right, let's get to our sponsor. We used to do the over-under show. Now it's sponsored. And it's the more or less show sponsored by Prize Picks. What's cool about Prize Picks, you can sign up with the link in the description. And if you do, you get a hundred percent deposit bonus on your first entry. So let's make an entry right. Let's do it right now. You call them out. Let's do this one first. Brock Purdy. More than or less than 219.5 total passing yards. Uh, I want you to go first, but I already know what I'm going to say. You go first, Jesse. I'm going to, I'm going to see, I like this. This is different. Usually you went yeah. first and I had to, now I, now I get the advantage. I like this. All right. You go, yeah. You go first. I'm going to go under and I don't know how much this less. is going to play a part. Less. less. Sorry. Sorry. It's less. Yeah. Different. Sorry. More or less. less. Sorry. Way less. It, you're right. right. It is different. Less. Yes. I'm going to go less. less. And the reason that I'm going to go less is because there sounds like there's rain in the forecast. Mm. And the 49ers are a run first team, usually. I think, I mean, Purdy's, we know that Purdy's going to try to play around the line of scrimmage. That's going to be the game plan early on. I'm not saying he won't open it up later uh, when I say he, Kyle, but I think early on they're going to play close to the line of scrimmage. They're going to rely on on the run game. It's going to be a, a tough-fought game, probably low scoring. I don't really see any team going more than 23 points in this game, so I'm going to take less. Yeah, it just seems responsible on Kyle Shanahan's part to have a run-heavy game plan. Now, of course, the Steelers are expecting that, but he's coming mm -hmm. off UCL surgery, Kyle. Like you gotta, you gotta help him out here. So, if he gets beyond 219.5 passing yards, more than that, it would be a lot of yak. And the Niners are great at that, but I feel like the Steelers are a really good tackling team. I'm going less too. Let's okay. do another one. Brock Purdy. More than or less than 28.5 pass attempts. This is a it's a really good number. That's a tough one. Mm. Mm. Man, it's only seven passes a quarter. Uh I'm going to go more. I don't feel great about it, but I, I think I'm going to go more. I think they're going to get to 29. Why? Because I I have a feeling that they may not be able to run the ball effectively, yeah. at least early on. And so they're going to use the pass game as kind of the short running game. And just the extended run. handoffs. I can see that. Right. And, and, and that, that also lends credence to being under... 219.5 obviously if Debo or CMC rattles off a big one that can change but using the short passing game as an extended run game I'm gonna go I'm gonna go over I'm gonna go or less Sorry. just I'm looking at it from a drop back I'm gonna go less I'm looking at it from a drop back perspective uh he got injured in the pocket he hasn't played really since then I mean real regular season football I think you're gonna want to limit his exposure to this pass rush and yes that he could get a lot of completions behind the line of scrimmage. But if they have a lead early in the game, I think they're going to try to run it as much as possible. So just to be conservative here, I'm going to go less than. And if you're wondering at home, the way it works is you pick two to six and you notice as I pick more, the potential to win goes up. So let's do another one. I'll, let's do six. Brock Purdy, uh, more than or less than half an interception. Less. What do you say? I'm going less. It, the whole the whole thing that I've just sold is the reason that I've gone with 
less, more, and now less is that they're playing around the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. not putting the ball in harm's way, using the pass game as an extension to the run game. I think all three of these fit together. Now, you chose differently than me, so I could see you possibly going here. I'm not saying the ball doesn't go in harm's way, but I'm going to say that it doesn't get intercepted. So I'm going to go less than 0.5 okay. interceptions. Will you Will you uh, mark down your answers too so we yep. remember for next week? Okay, yep. I'm going to go more. Just because I was at training camp, I know you were too. I just saw him throw so many passes to the defense. I'm kind of scarred by it and I think everyone knows he likes to throw left and I don't know if he's going to force it and I don't know I don't know I'm just I feel like the burden of proof is on Brock right now I feel like he's going to go more than 0.5 interceptions let's go let's say Brandon Ayuk oh yes there you are Brandon Ayuk 52.5 receiving yards more or less I like this I like the creativity here because the one next to it, and I'm not saying let's go with this one, but the one next to it is like on the first two catches, does he go over or does he go more or less than 24 and a half yards? I I like that. That's cool because you get some action like right away. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. First, I think that's cool. First two catches. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, he may only have two catches. So, like, but that way you know you won something or not in the first quarter, theoretically, which is for sure. For sure. More than or less than, I'm going to say less than. Again, the, around the line of scrimmage, that who does that support? That supports CMC. That supports Debo. That supports possibly Kittle. Any other running back that may play, even Jennings. Ayuk's your your deep dig, clear out route yeah. guy. I'm gonna say less than. I think he's he definitely is gonna be open a lot, and it's gonna be one of those where we look at the all twenty two and be like, oh my gosh, like he was there, pulled the trigger, but I'm gonna say less. I'm going to say more just to disagree with you, but also okay, I just I like feel it. like he's had such a good off season and he had such a dominant training camp. He had, he led the team in catches by far. Um, I know the offense and the quarterback are a little bit more tailored to getting it to Debo and McCaffrey just for a lot of reasons, but I feel like Ayuk's going to have a really good matchup in this game. Was he going against Patrick Peterson? I believe yeah, probably. I mean, Ayuk's or or, got, or he's going to go against or a rookie. Wallace. Player. Yeah, I mean, I think Ayuk's got a good matchup. I think Kyle's prepared to go to him. The calling his number all at camp. I'm going more. Let's okay. do uh, Kittle. 41 and a half receiving yards for Kittle. More than or less than. Man, I, Purdy loves Kittle. Does. Loves Kittle. Yes. However,. I'm going to go less because I think okay. he's going to be, he's going to have to block a lot. The one thing we have to remember is that TJ Watt lines up over the right tackle for the full game. That's mm-hmm. his spot. So it's going to be him and McKivitz, and you're not going to want to make that matchup happen one on one. George Kittle's yep. going to have to stay in and help out. Plus, again, short passing game. I'm going to go less than for Kittle. I'm going less than as well. I mean, he's he, he may not even play in this game, but if he does, he, I don't think he'll be 100%. It's a long season. He's almost 30 years old. They got to be careful with him. And it does kind of feel, it feels like not a must-win game, but it feels like a really big game for a, a week one game. And a, clearly the Niners want to start the season on a, the right track. He could catch a touchdown or two in this game. I just don't think he's going to get a lot of targets outside the red zone. So I'm going less. Uh, last one, I think this will be fun, a little special teams one. Mitch Wisnowski. 
More than or less than four punts. Like, can we go even for? Uh, let's see. I'm gonna say less. And the reason less. I'm gonna say less, the reason I'm gonna say less is because I don't know. Like, Moody factors into this game for for punts as well, and I feel like there's gonna be a lot of those kind of fringe moments where. They either say, all right, well, Moody has the leg that we've never had or haven't had in a long time. Let's take a shot here or let's go forward on fourth down. We're close. Like, I, I think we're going to see the 49ers going forward on fourth down more than we're used to. And that I think that's going to start in week one. So I'm going to say less. I totally agree with you. I feel like I don't expect a lot of three and outs with Brock Purdy in this mm -hmm. offense. It's too talented. No. I think they're going to be at least getting to the other, you know, midfield. And if they're on in the other team's territory with all this talent, I'd really and a, and a genius at head coach. I'd really like to see the Niners <laughs> be more aggressive on fourth down, like the rest of the league is. So yeah, I'm going to say less for Mitch Wisnowski. And let's review. These are my picks for the week, and we'll see who's right next week. Brock Purdy. Less than 219 passing yards. Brock Purdy, less than 28.5 passing attempts. Brock Purdy, more than 0.5 interceptions. Brandon Ayuk, more than 52.5 receiving yards. George Kittle, less than 41.5 receiving yards. And Mitch Wisnowski, less than four punts. I'm betting 20 bucks. And if I'm right on all six, I win 440 smackaroos, which is also dollars. I'm placing my entry. <laughs> Entries must include two players from two different teams. Oh, they usually have a free, hold on. They usually have a free pick. They usually do have a free pick. Price picks has a free pick. Like they absolutely like have Jack a free pick. has to go over. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Passing right yards. there. Done. So hold on, hold on. Let's make this. It's easy. Let's get a kittle and boom. And we'll go Dak. Yeah, you're in. Let's do more than. More. Oh yeah. Well, if it's, well, half it's a passing yard. That's the freebie. Yards, we're in. And then Patrick Mahomes. How about that? Patrick Mahomes more than 200. 86.5 pass yards. Ooh, I'm smashing the less one on that. Without Kelsey, perhaps? Ooh, yeah, I would too. Okay, let's place that entry. Cannot pick player, the same player twice. Oh, who do you entry. have twice? Oh, Brock. Oh, Purdy. Okay, well, we're learning. Hey, so we're learning about prize picks together. This is, I, okay. I haven't done this This before. is fine. This is fine. Okay. This is fine. So, this is so totally take fine. out Purdy and go add Debo. Yeah. Let's go add take Debo. Take out Mahomes. Let's go add Hold Debo. Hold on, take. Take out Mahomes, add Dak, because you have to have Wait, Dak in there. You have to have two teams. This is hilarious. Okay, hold on. I love this. Dak, this is super fun. More. Mahomes. Less. Okay, somehow I cleared out a bunch. Prize Picks is loving me right now. Hold on. 49ers. Boom. All right, let's get Caffrey. 101 rushing plus receiving yards. I like this one. McCaffrey. Ooh. This this went up. This number went up. When I was looking at it earlier, it was 99. Yeah. So I they feel like they're the kind of hedging their bets, which means I'm going to yeah. go less than. I'm going to go less than two. I feel like the, the Steelers are a really good run defense. They're a really smart, well-coached team, and they know that McCaffrey's the tip of the spear. Their whole game plan is going to be about limiting him and making someone else beat him. So I'm going less. And then Debo, receiving yards, 49 and a half over under. More than or less. More. <laughs> Terrible. More. 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 Yeah, this is going to be a Debo. Okay, let's see if this works. Debo special. Yes! yes! We did it! We did it! And it was easy. Well, I just want to say something. <laughs> I'm an idiot. 
I'm an idiot. I've literally <laughs> never used prize picks before. We figured it out in 10 minutes, and I'm going to win all the money, Jesse. We'll see. All the monies. All the money. All right, let's get back to the show. Biggest concern for the Niners week one. It has to be Jake Moody, assuming he plays. And it does sound like he's on track to play. It's just hard to have confidence in, in somebody that you're not even sure if they're confident in themselves. This was a player who struggled his first game out, struggled again the second time out, and then was injured. I, I think Moody's a big question mark. Big, big question mark. Now, he may, he may play fine, but if the game comes down to a field goal, how confident are you in Moody? And I think this might be one of those games where a field goal might be the difference. I hope that Moody's okay because what happens is if Moody misses a, a big-time kick in this game or just doesn't look good at all, how do you go into week two with Moody as your kicker knowing the preseason that he came off of? I don't think that you can. So I, I hope that he's fine, but he's got to be my biggest concern going into week one. It's a good one. He's a huge concern. I feel like I have the same concern. Like my concern is that the Niners learned nothing from the NFC Championship game. Let's start there. Mm. Okay. I'm afraid they learned nothing because they went to Philly after playing a bunch of like easy road games where they were the home team and they there was no like real crowd noise. They fly across the country. They come in with this real arrogant game plan where they're like, you know, we're going to throw down the field early against a team with a really good pass rush and a really loud crowd. And they have these like really slow developing plays against this freaking pass rush that isn't even, that's just teeing off and that the game's over before it starts. Like, are you going to do that again? It's going to be even louder in Pittsburgh with the towels and stuff. It's going to be super freaking loud. You got TJ Watt going against, coming off the, the right side. It was Hassan Reddick. This guy's just as good as, as Hassan Reddick. Just as good, if not better. So better. are you going to be doing that same kind of, same kind of stuff like, oh, let's hit him with the the play action seven step drop Debo coming around, like really taking our time. Or are you going to like be in the shot? Look at TJ Watt. Look at TJ Watt. How many sacks? I mean, how many fumbles he's forced in his career? This man gets to the quarterback and strip sacks a lot. That is a concern. A lot of times Kyle Shanahan likes to double down and be like, look, I'm going to we're going to do what I wanted to do last time. And this time we're going to execute it. Correct. Like, don't do that. Don't come in with a real arrogant. Game like give them the proper respect, TJ Watt and the Steelers defense, and get the ball out of Purdy's hands, and don't let him, don't ask him to take seven step drops from under center. The, the stuff they used to do for Jimmy against the Rams, all the Jimmy. Remember, you talk about the Jimmy Gimmies, those, mm. the little quick pop passes, the all the different screens. That's what our Kyle can do it. We've seen him do it. Are you gonna? You have to in this game. I think it's the only way you win. He he did a good job against the Cowboys of protecting Purdy. He only scored 19 points, but at least they didn't turn the ball over and get Purdy injured, which is what they did against Philly. So I I just want to see that. Concerned well, about it, Kyle. It's not, it's, not just, about game plan. it's not just TJ. It's you've got Highsmith on the opposite side who's a double-digit sack guy. They they have they have a Cam lot Hayward. of pass rushers. Cam Hayward. They've got guys that will get after the quarterback. I agree. I mean, the game plan that they should have had against Philly is exactly what they should do here, which is instead of trying to protect your quarterback from this player, go at that player. Let them fool them. Let them get upfield quick and then run a screen behind them. That's one, that is what Brock Purdy does so well. Throwing with arm angles, changing the arm angles, 
So even if he's got somebody in his face and he's got a tough screen to complete, he can wrap the ball around him. That's what he does well. So allow him to make those short, quick passes right behind TJ Watt, allow TJ Watt to get upfield quick and then slow him down by running a screen behind him and make him think. And then maybe you can start to mix in play action later in the game. I have one more concern, and maybe maybe this is the biggest concern, because we were talking earlier about dark cloud hanging over the Niners, and if it's gone. Yeah. And you said yes. I want, I'll say partially. Okay. Because to me, the other part of the cloud is seeing a full game of Brock Purdy. Okay? We saw three yeah. drives against backups, and it looked good. What's a full game of Brock Purdy look like against the Steelers on the road? Because if he looks good and he beats them, then you're thinking, okay, here we go, Niners Super Bowl. Like, all right, like forget all the picks he threw, forget the surgery, Bosa's back, Purdy's back, team is clicking, let's go. If it's not, though, if he looks shaky and he shows some of this arm fatigue or he can't make some of the, he doesn't have the zip he had, I mean, we'll see it. Or if he takes a bunch of hits or whatever, you can think, eh, here come the clouds. Cloud, rain cloud, it's dark. So I, I think that's the other part. We still got to see if what Purdy really is. I don't think we've seen it yet. I don't think we have. I, I think that's I think that's very fair. I have confidence that he's gonna be fine. I mean, I just picked sure. him to throw zero interceptions, but sure. So for me, it's not as much of a worry. But it, but to me, that's a fair concern to have. It really is. It, it definitely is. Can he produce the way that he did last year, or does it look different for some reason? And to your point. They really haven't. They didn't face a number one defense during the offseason. You know, the the three or drives or whatever they, they had did. against. They faced two. They faced the Niners and the Raiders, and it didn't go good that's for true. Purdy. But this was just practice. It was just practice. So let's see. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I'm that's being too concerned about this, but we'll know. And if, if Purdy kills it, this is going to be the most optimistic fan base. People are going to be like, why were we for sure. tripping? Why were sure. we worried so off se- all offseason? Well, this is the one, the last one. So let's talk about... Yeah, I think I think health is a big deal throughout the season, Purdy and, and everybody. I mean, getting through this game and playing well doesn't still doesn't override that Shanahan gets his quarterbacks injured. So it, it's a long season, and that is going to be something that week in and week out we're like, is Shanahan going to protect Purdy this week? Is this the week that he does something stupid and puts him in a bad position? I think that is going to be a concern all season. What's the biggest reason for the Niners to be confident heading into week one? They're just more talented. Brand. I was going to say, they're better <laughs> than the Steelers. They're, the better team. they're better. They are better than the Steelers. And yeah. if it does rain, I don't... That's not necessarily ideal, but the 49ers have played played in, in quite a few rain games over the last few years. And Kenny Pickett has very small hands. Not sure if you've heard about this, but he wears two gloves. He has small hands. And I think a rain game favors Brock Purdy throwing with large hands, especially for his size, compared to Pickett, who has small hands and wears a glove. I think that favors the 49ers. So uh, talent and weather are two reasons to be very confident. Yeah, talent, weather, um, Najee Harris. Sorry to pick on the, the local dude, but like, yeah, like here's the thing about Najee Harris. He's powerful. He's big. Yeah. He probably can block. Um, he's not explosive. So even if, you know, the, 
he breaks through the line and the Steelers offensive line is winning in the trenches. Like he's not going anywhere. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I just don't think he's going to hurt you. Plus I think the Niners are going to stop him. So you don't really have to worry about the running back that much. And then the quarterback, like, yeah, he's pretty good. But like, he's a lot like Purdy who this team has seen every day in camp. I mean, I, it's not like it's Lamar Jackson. It's not like something they haven't seen. I I think they should be able to just, with Bose out there, I don't care that they have a new defensive coordinator. They should, they should, this team, Pittsburgh should not score 20 points. They should not score 20 points. Maybe I'm underestimating Kenny Pitt. Well, I mean, again, the Steelers are going to come in as prepared as they're going to be. Week one is tough for all teams. I understand that. But they literally played their starters in all three games. And Pickett had five drives. And they scored five touchdowns. Like, he's going to be cool. as ready as, as it comes. I, You know what, what I would look out for? Najee Harris doesn't necessarily scare me. I think Jalen Warren is the player to look the backup. out for. Yep, the backup. Jalen yep, yep, Warren's yep, the one yep. to look out for, for me. Yeah, it's kind of like, Najee's kind of like their Zeke Elliott. And Jalen yeah. Warren's kind of like the Tony Pollard. Like, yeah. like, shouldn't you be playing him? Good call. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So we'll see. But I, I am confident. I think Real the quick, Niners do win this can game. Can you tell me? I, I didn't watch the Steelers that much and play. Like, they played their, their starters in every game? Yeah. I think they played them That's in all three games, which is something that, that I've, I read that Tomlin does in the Maybe offseason. Tomlin's like, well, while everyone else is treating the first month of the season like the preseason, I can get some wins. Yeah. So I even if it was just hard, a drive, yeah. like it may have yeah. just been a drive or whatever, but he he got his starters in for all three and and Pickett especially. And so yeah, I mean five drives, five touchdowns with Pickett on the field this offseason. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Bill Kennedy. Now all we need is a reliable kicker. Yeah. Got it. Caleb Ayuk, twenty bucks says, "Tell little cousin to show me some love." All right, I'll tell him. I'll Caleb tell him. Ayuk. I'll go up to him tomorrow and be like, do you have a cousin named Caleb? And he'll be like, yes, no, I don't know. I guess I'll find out. He just gave me some love. Thank you, Caleb. (laughs) Matthew Sanders says, dude, I am way too high to drive to the devil's house. (laughs) Grandma's way again. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Hey, Mr. Cheezle. Base Spokane Niner fan says, I saw a deal that said Purdy was ranked 32nd in quarterbacks in the NFL. That was the ringer. Is this true? The ringer ranked him there. So I guess that's true. Fish and chips. Yeah, Kyle's play game. calling next cloud, uh, depending on Kyle's play calling next cloud, depending on results. Sure. That could be a cloud. It could be a cloud. Kyle's play calling because he gets his quarterbacks hurt. Or he has. Niners North says, since they freed up cap space, do you think they make another signing? Also, a while ago, didn't you say that Kyle was going to do an interview with you? He did. We'll see what happens. I want to get some players first. I don't want to be indebted to Kyle yet. I like Kyle, but I don't want to owe him a favor. Yeah. By the way, I just confirmed it. Pickett played the first drive of the first two preseason games and then three drives the final preseason game. Interesting. Mark says it's more exciting that it took this long for Bosa. Yeah, they were just giving us content creators something to talk about. Kendrick Wheeler says, why does Kittle usually miss the first couple of games? Seems kind of unreliable. He's getting older. I don't know. Maybe tight end you is getting is is too much for him. Maybe you should maybe you should knock that off. Coco Puff says fact Grant makes more than the 49ers QB1 per year. 
Do I? I don't think so. What's he mm, make? He's like at least seven. Nine hundred something, I think. Oh no, I wish. Not yet. Yeah. One day. One day. Uh Mr. Flawless says six O line drafted in seven years. How can we keep a quarterback? Is that true? Six in seven years? Hey, well, they got McKibbins mm. is one of them. E Gonzalez, any thoughts on what they do with cap space created from restructures today? O line, D line. I again my first thought is this is for Bosa. That he wants a, a front-loaded deal that they weren't expecting to say yes to. And they said yes to it and had to do some things. I don't know. Let's see what Bosa's structure is. Pause. On Hood, says T. Moss. Just on Hood. Papa Phil. Kyle's ego is the dark cloud. Okay. The Black Hammer says if the Niners had $50 million in cap space, they still wouldn't get linemen. LOL. It's true. He's, he's saying if they're creating cap space, they're still not going to get linemen. I got yeah. it. I'll get into the running back. Bronk Freak says, here's uh, the problem I have. If the players knew he would be here, he would be a captain. That's true. He's, he was a captain last year, not this year. So everyone's in the dark. Mr. Flawless says, is Chandler Jones a possible addition this season? Maybe. I mean, the, the thing is, the 49ers had money coming into this whole process. And assuming that this deal with the restructures of the other players still gives them money, I, I think that's an area that the 49ers are looking to remain flexible in and have money going into the trade deadline and a player like Chandler Jones might be an option. We'll see. Yeah. Salim Ingram says 50 bucks. Thanks for all the great work y'all do. So over this team after Trey Lance and the handling of Bosa contract, but y'all keep it fun to be a fan. Ha ha. No, 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 Salim. Everything's good here. This is totally, there's nothing dysfunctional about what's happening with the 49. This is all going according to plan. Salim, thank you very much. D nice. Bosa got that inflation comp, baby. That's exactly <laughs> how he said it. Jason says CMC not a captain dude turned the season around. I felt like the captains should have been Trent Williams, Brandon Ayuk, and Christian McCaffrey on offense. And then Warner Greenlaw, who never gets any love, and Hafunga. Those would be my three. I understand why. I, I 100% agree with you. Definitely CMC yeah. and definitely Ayuk. Yes. I mean, nothing against Debo, but like, why? Because he's apologized for being out of shape last year. Like, you kidding me? How about Ayuk, who was in shape last year? How about that? How about that guy? All you got to do is get out of shape and then apologize and get back into shape. And people are like, that is, he is so brave and courageous. It's like, yeah, he I mean, is. Say, say what you want about being in shape, but there was one tone setter on offense every day at camp. And that guy was Brandon Ayuk. So it's true. It's true. Vincent. Grant, you're negative now that NB is back, and you'd be even more negative if he wasn't. Can we get some optimism about Sunday? Ha, 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 ha. They're going to win. They're going to win. How about <laughs> that? your optimism. <laughs> your optimism. Jorge Luisa Tellus says, greetings from the 305, gents. Niners 33, Steelers 20. Bosa gets one and a half sacks. I can see it. Can 33, see it. that's a lot in that's week lot. one. It's a lot. Maybe. Yeah, I don't quite expect it. Uh, Bosa deal equals Purdy job security rookie contract. Yeah, harder to bring in Kirk Cousins. You're, yeah, you're kind of tied into Purdy even more than ever, for sure. Yeah, good point. Jay says 120 million guaranteed. 122. Yeah, but that we don't know if that's fully yet. At least I haven't so read that that's fully guaranteed. There is difference. Total, There's a yeah. difference. Yeah, Allen, because it's like part of it is injury guarantees. You don't necessarily get all of it, but it's the total. Yep. Yeah, Allen became a YouTube member. Thank you. Ty Bud says, "What is the difference between the guaranteed and non-guaranteed part of Nick's contract?" 
Uh, what can make sure he gets the full 170? How can he lose the 47.5 million? There's probably ways that the Niners can get out of his contract before the end of it. Yeah, there's Cost usually an, an out year, usually around year yeah. three, year four. Uh, signing yeah. bonus plays a big part in it. So, yeah. Yeah. Roberto Davis says Bosa calling a moving company to help move that big fat sack he just got, <laughs> all gas, no breaks. But here's my thing. So, they said he's going to, he's flying in today. He's going to be at practice in the next two days. Like, does he really need to fly across the country on Wednesday and then fly, fly back across the country on Friday? Like, that's a yeah, lot. I don't know. Just I don't know if I would have done that. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Send him to Pittsburgh. I don't understand. Or maybe Allen even said, as a team, go to Pittsburgh a day early to make it. I don't know. I don't know. Why don't they do that? Like, it's week one. You ain't doing shit. Sorry for my language. But you're not. Like, just go yeah. now. Is there a rule? I don't know. Alan, once again, Grant and his fake-ass Fred Durst lookalike are just TMZ <laughs> reporting and discussing all things Niners. Wait a minute. Is he a member, too? Mm, maybe. That looks know. like a member symbol. I don't know. All right. Well, could be. Hey. Well, thank you. Nunya says, do you guys I did it all Brock for Listen, I did it all for the Nookie. The what? I said I did it all for the Nookie. You said I look like Fred no. Durst. And then you go... For the what the nookie the what so you oh, oh i see what you said i got that dang i really yeah. ruined that dang. one I really <laughs> anyway break stuff was always my jam anyway nunya says do you guys think brock deserves to be named a team captain debo over ba for captain brock seems that's a little hasty for brock but i guess you know you want to support your quarterback and then uh, uh debo over ba seems kind of unfair but i don't know here's here's what's interesting is you talked earlier about maybe the 49ers haven't learned from the NFC Championship. And I, I don't know that to be true yet. Know. We'll see. I don't know. But it is a question mark. And, question. and I think that's fair. That being said, what they clearly have learned from is the way that they handled Trey Lance versus what they're doing now with Brock Purdy. Polar opposites. Everything that they should have done that we called for them to do with Trey Lance, they didn't do, and they are now doing with Brock Purdy. And that, I mean, whether he ends up being the guy or not, that's commendable. Yeah, we have to give him credit for that. Absolutely. Agree. Niners rule says, Grant, what's the over under on you saying something to piss off a significant portion of your fan base? I don't care what the number is. I'm taking the over. <laughs> yeah, over. <laughs> over. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Now, maybe not today. J.R. Beckold says, Grant, your, negative, your negativity on SF will change after week one. Well, I'm picking them to win. So if they win, I'm not going to just be like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, they should beat the Steelers. <laughs> they should. It's Penny Pickett. VO Walker says, Grant, Jesse, God bless. Love y'all, y'all fellas. Love you too, VO Walker. Thank you, Thank you, too, you. Man. Joe Don Crypto, two bucks. Appreciate you. Darnay Harvey says, Jesse, don't forget Cam Hayward. He had 20 sacks the past two seasons. Brenda yep. will have his hands full as well. Certainly will. For sure. Joe Don, are you concerned that it's going to rain? It wasn't an issue last year, week one, was it? No. <laughs> Yeah, I did I did talk about it a little bit. For me, I, I think that it bodes better for the 49ers. Pickett wears two gloves, has small hands. I don't think that works well in the rain, but we'll see. Julio says, shout out to JRR Trucking from Santa Ana, California. Let's go San Francisco Niners, faithful to the Bay. Shout out to JRR Trucking all the way from San, Santa, Ana to Cal, uh, <laughs> Santa Ana to here. It's a lot. It's a long way. NFL says, Sherm... Gots SF beating Casey in the Super Bowl. Your thoughts? Could be. Feel like that's a the mm -hmm. fan in him that wants to get back at beating Casey. I'm not saying that they won't win the Super Bowl, but picking them specifically against Kansas City, that's that's a get back for him. Yeah. I think Chris Sims picked the Niners win the Super Bowl too. 
Darnay Harvey says, let me clarify 10 sacks in back-to-back seasons. Got it. That's good to know. Shady Luke says, weather won't matter. Hands, nah, pickets from Jersey. I watched all their games. Offense wasn't exciting, but they kept things close. Okay. All right. Chris yeah. Telerico says, what? Pitt uses the preseason for preparing this, uh, for the season and giving their young quarterback reps. Clearly not geniuses. Preseason is for third-string quarterback competitions. Chris, yeah, and here... <laughs> Here's the thing, Chris, is the 49, just because they played well during the preseason doesn't mean that they're going to play well in the regular season. We've seen it a million times where a team goes 3-0 and or 4-0 and and then they're terrible or vice versa. But what I guess my point is, is that Pittsburgh at home, you can look at their track record, does very well week one. They beat the piss out of the Bengals last year. I think Burrow had three interceptions. If I'm not mistaken, it was not good. They are prepared, and this is their way to prepare their team, and it seems to have worked in the past. I don't see it being any different this week. I am picking the 49ers, but I think the Steelers Steelers will be prepared. That doesn't mean they're going to be great, but they will be prepared. Flave fucking with me says, it feels a lot like a playoff game, and it kind of is. Grant Cohn and the Niners heading into week 1017. You know what I'm saying, though. It feels like a, like a bigger week one than normal. Every like game, every right game away. is going to be huge this week or this year because they do need that number one seed. Every game matters more than it probably ever has. It's not like, hey, Nick, like, thanks for coming back and you're not quite ready. Like, we'll give you a week. Like, nah, you need to play. Like, hey, yeah. Jake Moody, like, eh, nah, man, he needs to play. Like, if you're uh, 75% healthy, you need to play in this game. Like, it's week one. But you don't want to start the season on one. This is a big one. So, Flav, thanks. Matthew Sanders, y'all say Grant negative. Like, have you seen him? LOL. I don't get it. I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> like, are you saying like it's hard not to be? Oh, that this is what you do. Like, do you not watch Grant? Like, what's the deal? Maybe that's what it is. Good point. It's true. Niners rule, man. You just you are making it rain. Thank you. Whatever happened to Fred Durst? Fred Durst wants to know. Yeah. Uh, he made an appearance at I want to say like Coachella last year, and he has long hair. He looks like an old man. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Doesn't look recognizable. That's your Limp biscuit fact of the day. Ewok <laughs> says, does Nick have the pressure of beating TJ's 2.5 sacks after signing his contract? No. Man, he just got 107. How much? He just got, what was the signing bonus? Like, how much? 50, 40? 50, 50? He's got a lot 50, of money. I think, yeah. I don't think he cares. Chris says, I'm going to be curious. Based on history, Pitt should win here. Also, rain affects forward passes more than screens. Just kidding, but Pitt should win. Yeah. I'm not saying they should win. I don't know about that. They're... they're their offensive coordinators are always so bad. Sadie Luke says, I'm just saying, Grant, if this Purdy thing don't work out, there's always room in Philly. <laughs> Thanks. He's a Philly fan, yeah. I don't need Purdy to work out. I'm doing just fine in the Bay. Thank you. Jordan says, Kittle, Trent, restructure, Brian Burns, come on down. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see we'll how see. much of that's going to Bosa we this gotta year. See, we got to see the Bosa structure first before we know. Yeah. Oh, we want 49 says, Niners making some of the highest paid Niners making someone the highest paid makes me nervous. Me too. They, Actually, but care. they, uh, in the NFL, out of all the position groups, they have three of those players right now. They have Trent Williams, highest paid left tackle. They have Fred Warner, or no, not Fred Warner, uh, Bosa, and I think CMC are three guys that are the highest paid. Or no, Kittle. I think it's Kittle, not CMC. Yeah, they do have three right now, though, already. All right, we're going to slide out of here. Jesse's got another show like in three minutes. Jesse, tell him. 
Yes, uh, Behind Enemy Lines, Steelers content creator coming on my channel. I, I love it. Every year, or la I mean, last year I started this, but this is going to be an every year thing. Every Wednesday after this show, Behind Enemy Lines, posing content creator. Come learn about the Steelers, why they think the Steelers are going to win. I'm sure they're going to pick the Steelers. And if nothing else, come troll some uh, Steeler fans. So come over to Last Second Sports, check it out. Do it. Thanks for watching. Do it. See you tomorrow. Do it.